What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 87 of the TorontoGameDevs.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main dude behind Toronto Game Devs. And back after like a month and a half and like five or six episodes missing, presumed dead, he's actually back and alive, Brett. What's up, everybody? I'm back. So where were you this whole last month and a half? I was partying really hard. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're... Doing a lot of comedy and sleeping in. Yeah, so you're, you're not a morning guy anymore. I am. I still actually... Like, I was up today at, like, 7.30, but uh, just lately, I've just been partying a lot, and uh, I will, I, to be honest, I would actually get up at 7.30, and then I would just, like, sit there, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to rest my eyes, I got a couple, I got a little bit until I have to do the podcast, and then I would just, like, wake up at 1 or 2, and I'm like, oh, there goes that, so, yeah, it's just from a lot of late nights. Of just doing a lot of stand-up comedy and then drinking, partying it up. So, so it's a, it's a been, healthy, uh, it's a healthy scene in in London. Yeah, it's quite fun, and you know I go around to other cities too and do stuff. So it's just like, and that's part of it too, like traveling all over the place and stuff. So I've just been busy doing that, and between like working crazy hours, you know, gotta work work hard, play hard kind of mentality going on right now. Work, so. work, 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 work. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that song. <laughs> and uh, the other person joining us, Jake. Hello. Uh, I'm I'm back. Are you also partying hard? Uh, no. <laughs> or are you are you keeping up to your bed by 10 p.m.? I am in bed by 10 p.m. Let me tell you. <laughs> Why? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but I'm like so curious. It's it's just a challenge I'm putting on myself because I've discovered that I'm really productive in the morning. So like mm-hmm. I'm just forcing myself to go to bed so that I get up in the morning, and then I right. and then I get to buy Bloodborne if I do it for three months. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, that's always that's always the part that gets people. <laughs> it's not just buy Bloodborne, isn't it? Buy a PS4. No, I'm borrowing a PS4 oh, and I'm buying Bloodborne. Yeah. I just because I I usually don't buy full price games, right? Like mm-hmm. like just because of money and stuff so that's like my treat so yeah man cool man <laughs> <laughs> you do you you know that's Thank you. I, look at it. <laughs> I think i think i had the same deal with my parents when i was like 10 years old yeah i know that's what i was thinking it's like you want that turtles in time video game you go to bed early <laughs> you make sure your homework's done and do all your chores yeah yes mom yes dad Yes, myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Good to be a child again. <laughs> might as well talk about the games we've been playing this last week. Brett, last month and a half, have you managed to play any games? Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, Clash Royale on my phone. Hmm. My brother's really into that. Yeah, I kind of got back into it. The guys at work were like, hey, you should check this game out. Like, I've already played it before, obviously. He's like, you should check this game out. It has some interesting... Uh, microtransaction elements in it so do a little research and development and then i started playing it and getting it right back into the game and uh yeah so i've just been playing that for like a good couple weeks now i don't know why it's actually it's not too bad of a game yeah i I, my brother is just big on it and i see i watch him play it every like a few times every day and he hasn't spent a single dime on it yet 
Same here. But is, I play about like three or four times a day. Like I just do a couple sessions, and then uh, I haven't I haven't put a, any money into it yet. But I'm getting to that point where I would consider it because there's just some times where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing uh, this or that, but I just don't want to spend yet. But uh, I'm getting closer. He always he always talks about people attacking his base and shit like that. I guess one time he came really close to buying something because he 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 needed like a little bit of ore or something like that. And oh, he's he, playing Clash of Clans. Okay. Oh, is that not the same game? No. no, Clash Royale is like a it's like a Dota type game. Yeah, oh, it's like really? a one it's like a one v one. There's like two lanes and you drop down yeah. units and stuff. Yeah, they just did a two v two now. Oh, that's cool. Which is like what I've been primarily playing is the 2v2. I didn't mind 1v1, but two, they just released 2v2. Well, I don't know if they just released it, but since I've come back, they have a 2v2. And uh, that's quite fun. So, Is it still like you're both on the same like battlefield? Yeah. And like yep. how, many, how many lanes are there? Still two lanes. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and now they just have like... So 2v2 is like you have a castle and a keep, and your teammate has a castle and a keep. So then you just go and once whatever whenever the keep gets uh, I mean sorry whenever the castle destroyed is game over no matter what so yeah it's cool. pretty cool they actually made it pretty cool never mind that I take back what I said I've never played it or or know what you guys are talking about so download it Clash Royale it's actually pretty fun <laughs> yeah I don't, I'm not big yes. on Dota style games though this it's game, not it's, it's not. not it's not <laughs> you didn't just like I would say it's like incredibly Dota light like. It's kind of more like a tower defense, but against another person. But you control yeah. like units and stuff. Do you level yeah. up? Mm-hmm. You level up the units and stuff. Do you, do your levels carry through game to game? Yep. Oh, mm. okay. It's pretty. It's pretty. I think your castle levels. Up. Yeah, you level up too. So because I just hit like level five, so your keep and stuff level up as well. And there's yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. Like for what it is, it's just like. It's pretty competitive too. I know there's a competitive scene to it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna mention. Like the gameplay's decent because at least it had an esports scene. I think it was mm-hmm. really big over in uh, China. I think the yeah. esports were big over there. So what? Yeah. What does it do microtransaction wise? That's interesting. Uh, it's just how they handle their shop. So it's kind of like if you do certain things in the game, a certain package will trigger for you and be like, okay, like they they kind of know what you should want to buy. So there's a lot of interesting analytics being done there for figuring out what the player should potentially want to trigger to buy. Oh, it's so like, it's 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 loot boxes, right? Um, yeah, they have two loot boxes. They have, there's a lot of loot boxes in this game. Mm-hmm. So like, you, the more the more battles you play, um, you uh, fill up a chest that's like a super chest. So you have to play like ten or ten battles to fill this one up, and then you get like two free chests every four hours, and then when you actually complete a game and win a match, you get another chest, and that also will be like something you can unlock as well. And that's pretty much it. Like they have a lot of interesting free in this game. Mm-hmm. Cool. We were talking about that last week, so you should go listen to that, Brett. <laughs> what? Why would we were talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why would you listen to any of these podcasts? Yeah, when I'm not on it, I don't listen to it. You crazy? <laughs> Do you even listen to it when you are on it? Yeah, actually, I do. Oh, you go back and listen? Yes. Oh. So, so do I, yeah. Yeah, I do I do as well. I, I, maybe I'm just used to Dan, because Dan said that he never listens to them. Oh. Huh. I don't know if he listens to them now, that he's like... 
Uh, I've always listened to them, like, whenever I'm on them, I always listen to it. Do you just, like, just, skip the parts where I'm talking, and then you just kind of go... <laughs> no, I just listen to the whole thing, just be like, did I make sense? You know, <laughs> just kind of, like, reviewing myself. I see. Yeah. Like, all right. I don't think you've ever... Have you, was there any times where you, you thought back and you said, like, oh, I sound dumb? Not me, nope. I mean you, yourself? No. Nah. So yeah. th- was there any times where you just mildly thought like, "Ooh, I probably shouldn't have said that," or like, "I don't understand what what critique are you giving yourself?" Also, my dog's barking in the background. I apologize. I just see like I try to just look at like, did I make a good point? Oh, I see. It's like, was that a good point that people would understand, or did I articulate my my point of view properly here? I don't. I don't really critique the things I say. Like what I say is what I say. It's my opinion. So. I don't critique that. I'm not going to hold back and be like, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. It's like, whatever. I said it. It's like, if, like, well, usually what I say, I do believe in. So, Cool. Yeah. Jake. Hey. What did you play this week? <laughs> I've been playing Cuphead. Yes, oh, I have. Oh, that's right. Cuphead. Have either of you played Cuphead? No, I, I want to pick no. it up on Xbox. Um, <sighs> I So... I think we kind of like we're talking on the podcast that like we were kind of expecting that the game would artistically look good, but probably wouldn't play or the levels wouldn't be that great. But that's not what I've been reading. Like everyone seems to be loving this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So from my experience, because I'm uh, I've played like I've beaten all the bosses in World One, and I'm I've played all the bosses in World Two, but I haven't beaten them all yet. Um, How many it, worlds are the, there? I. There are three, and then a finale. I don't know how many is in the finale, like right. how many bosses in the finale. I see. Um, but the gameplay is like it's it's a it's a run and gun. It like it plays exactly like Contra, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and and so the gameplay itself is fine. Um, it's serviceable. It's not my like it's not my favorite genre, but like it feels good enough. Like I'm totally fine with the gameplay, but it really is like the aesthetic that's that's totally driving it like i've i've been having a hard time like playing just because i'm want to look and listen to every single detail i find right. and it's kind of it's kind of because sarah and i have been playing it uh two player and it's kind of nice when i die because i can just like sit back and enjoy the spectacle because it's absolutely fantastic and the muse oh my god i gotta i gotta give a shout out to uh christopher madigan who did the music there is three hours of like recorded music in this game it's insane how much music there is and it's so good yeah i I don't even like jazz i don't even care about jazz but it's so good so and yeah is it difficult is it difficult or i'd say it's pretty difficult um you die a lot like there's a character in game that tells you how many times we've you die i think we've died like 400 times in four hours um but it's as far as like like the boss levels, I don't mind dying so much because they go by pretty pretty quickly. It's like when you beat a boss, it only takes mm-hmm. like two minutes to actually beat it. Um, but the non-boss levels, which I think were added into the game later, yeah, um, they're I think don't think they're as good. Um, they're not mandatory. It's just that you get coins which you can buy upgrades with from playing them. But they feel a little, they don't don't feel as polished. Um, but yeah, it's 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 difficult. Yeah, and and you, when you go to play a boss, you can play either uh, simple or regular. And simple basically means it's like 
the first stage of the boss is just the whole boss fight, so it doesn't ramp up. Right. But I don't think that you can actually progress through the game properly if you play simple, because you have to beat the boss on regular to get a contract, and you need all the contracts to move on to the next world. I see. I, th- I think. So it's like simple's kind of like a practice mode. Right. Um, and and with playing one player versus two player, like one player, the bosses have a lot less health. Mm-hmm. Um, but two player, you can revive each other um, by like doing a, a parry off of their ghost as it floats up into the air. And so they're pretty balanced. But I found that um, one player, the game goes by a lot quicker just because you're not reviving each other and the boss has a lot less health. So right. But so but yeah, mm-hmm. the upgrades like. Is it just sort of simple stuff like health and 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 damage and stuff like that, or do you kind get like of. do you just do you get like more weapons? Because every time I see the footage of the game, it's just like the the one like bullet coming out of the guy's fingers. No, so so there are six different weapons, oh, okay. um, and you can have two of them equipped at a time, and you have to buy them uh, from getting the coins. And it's all kind of stuff that you would expect. Like yeah, there's the bullet one. Um, there's a spread gun. There's a, a charge-up laser. There's, like, a homing bullet. Um, so it's all the stuff that you would expect out of a running gun. Um, but each of those has its own, like, super move, which is mm-hmm. kind of nice. Um, and then there's also three super moves that you can get uh, when you fill up, like, all your super meter. Um, and they're all, they're all different. And then there's, like, different uh, power-ups you can equip. Like, one is, like, you have an extra life, but you have a bit less attack power. And stuff like that. But it's like nothing has really struck out and said like this is really different for a running gun. It's all pretty standard. So it seems like like to me at least they really are banking on the aesthetic. Right. Um, and honestly, it's working for me. Like this game is beautiful. Like it's so good to to look at and to listen to. But yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. But it's like 20 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks. Yeah, I um, yeah, I remember, I remember us talking on the podcast about like when they announced that it would have single player, like it would have levels basically instead of just boss fights. So, it's, mm-hmm. so it, it makes sense that you said that it's kind of like less polished because yeah, they definitely added that. Um, yeah, later in development, when I play, I played like one or two levels at at like E three and then a, a Toronto event, and it seemed fun, but. I you're you're the first person I've seen like kind of actually be critical of the game because everyone on Reddit and other places seems to just be like loving the game, but maybe everyone's just kind of falling in love with the like the graphics and the sound and stuff like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, for me, like mechanics um, always make or break games for me, and this one, it's like the aesthetic is somehow pushing it beyond that because like I'm kind of getting bored with the game. I we've been playing for like four and a half hours now mm-hmm. um but but i am going to keep playing it because i really want to see um the designs of the bosses going forward because like the second world bosses are like the designs are so much cooler than the first world like they get r- way more creative and uh way more sort of psychedelic and stuff and so i want to see how they're gonna do that going forward and the overworld is actually like a really nice touch to um it's really really nice uh, looking and everything so mm-hmm. yeah no i think i think i'm gonna keep playing it because i really want to see what they do with it and i don't want to just you know watch a watch a let's play or something i want to experience it so do they do they wrap a story around it at all or loosely it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah. honestly yeah it doesn't matter but um 
Well, I mean, the entire story is basically summed up in the title song, which is sung by a barbershop quartet. That that happens every time you open up the game, and it's I, I always let it play. I listen to the whole thing. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Cool. Brett, do you have any, yeah. any drive to play this game, or no? Uh, <laughs> I do and I don't. I, I like everything that Jake just said is exactly what I felt I would say if I played this game. Yeah, mm. like it looks beautiful. <laughs> it plays it like or it looks beautiful. Sounds great, but like it's mm-hmm. pretty basic and yeah, yeah. It's like you know you're getting a four. <laughs> in there, played that. That's uh, okay, but since... no, but the aesthetic has never been done before. That doesn't get any points. Yeah, it, yeah, but the, but the yeah, it hasn't that okay. hasn't been done before. In a game. You want a special bonus point for aesthetic? Fine. Five. <laughs> Boom. You get a five because you did good. something fancy with the art. You what was the last non four to ten game that you played? Mm. I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> what's, been Clash a while. Roy- what's Clash Royale at? That's a four. Okay. Do you ever really go is. below a four? If the game is horrible, like if it's like you've met all the requirements of a four, but then you're still horrible, you <laughs> become a three or a two. So, yeah. What was what what game since two thousand has been above an eight? <laughs> oh jeez, like Grand Theft Auto three. Maybe Fantasy Life might have moved up there. Yeah, What's that might have been Life? a higher one. It's uh, it's a it starts off as a four because it's you're pretty much your your sim farm type of game. Yeah. But then it really opens up to like being like a blacksmith and a wizard and all these other elements that you can be in and you can combine your your classes and stuff. So it's kind of like a 5 6. What game, what but, game, what uh what system is that? I've never even heard of it. Oh, it's on the DS because of course you wouldn't play that. <laughs> no, I, I liked the DS back in the day. Wait, DS it's or the, 3DS? It's on the 3DS, the 3DS. Oh yeah, I wouldn't play. Yeah. yeah. I'm done. With and that. the uh no, everything else everything else has been really much pretty much a 4. Oh, actually I remember. I, mean, I remember reading. Yeah, I remember reading about this game. Yeah, that was a really good game. Even like Nino Kuni would be like a five. Nino Kuni was awesome. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that sequel. Um, mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought. Uh, Jake, have you been, what have you been uh, playing, Steve? Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, I got the SNES Classic, so I've been playing some SNES games. Nice, nice. Um, that are all like just super like. What I'm trying to say here, like they're just they're they're exactly like what you think. Like playing Super Metroid is just like it just you just have a smile on your face when you're playing it. And Super Mario World, like we've been playing Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, all this stuff. Um, I didn't play Star Fox Two yet because I watched my friend play Star Fox and it looked like complete ass, and I don't <laughs> have I don't have interest in playing it. So <clears throat> I'll play it eventually just to just to do it. But like I, I was watching him mm-hmm. play Star Fox, and it's like chugging really slow there's like three things on the screen at once like i understand that at the time it was like such a dope like experience and i remember playing that game as a kid and, and loving it but i just like watched it and i'm just like i don't want to ruin my memory of Star Fox. Mm-hmm. um but and he unlocked Star Fox 2 for me which is good because you had to play the first you had to beat the first level in order to unlock number two so oh. <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll do that eventually, but I've just I've like so far I've just been playing like the, the you know the classics that are on that thing that are like the greatest games of all time like Super Metroid, Super Mario World, all those ones. Um, and then I picked up Golf Story on the Switch, which because everyone was talking about it, 
<clears throat> which mm. is a lot of fun and, and really cool. And it's kind of got me pumped for Stardew Valley for no reason, really. Um, nice. Other than just like kind of, it's pretty similar, like, you know, top-down 16-bit Genesis graphics style, like, aesthetic. And the golfing's, like, pretty solid. And it's, like, kind of a cool little story behind it and all, all that stuff. So it's, huh. it's, a, it's a cute little game. I was lying down in bed yesterday and just... Just playing it for like an hour and a half, and it's it's solid. Playing on the Switch is just like dope. So, mm-hmm. uh, and once once uh, Stardew Valley comes out on Switch, I'm gonna get that as well. So, oh yeah, yeah. That it, that's not a four like above a four out of ten for you. You love that game, I thought. Yeah, it's still a four out of ten. Your grading makes no sense. It's been done. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, but like moon, but, but like, like I think, but like a game you didn't really enjoy playing, you give a four out of ten. And then a game you really loved playing, like Stardew Valley, you also give a four to ten. That that doesn't like those. That doesn't mesh well. Don't you want to differentiate the, the four to tens you liked and the four to tens you didn't like? Okay, maybe I should go four plus out of ten. Yeah, that, that means it's a liked one. And anything regular four didn't like it. There you go. Good. The new system for 2018 will be. Do <laughs> you hear if it's a four plus? That means I liked it. <laughs> there we go. And what, should we differentiate the games that you didn't play as well that you just give a four to ten because you look at it and you're like, eh, it's four to ten. Yeah, we'll call those DP. Didn't play. <laughs> four DP out of ten. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the whole new system coming up. <laughs> look forward to the reviews on TurningInDose.com. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of TronoGindos.com, uh, we do have a Patreon, so if you want to help out the site, you can go to patreon.com slash TronoGindos. Uh, just I don't know. Like, you just like, you just like dropped out on us there, Steve. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah you're back now. What are back I, now. What happened? I don't know. It just went hmm. dead. What was the last thing I said? Pa- Patreon. Okay. No, that's it. Well, I think it's going to record anyways because I'm, I'm the master end, but... Oh okay, wait, no. this is a good this is a good way to have a timestamp. Timestamp it. <clears throat> Did I die? No, nope. no, so. no, you're here. <laughs> uh thanks to Patreons Pierre at Malcolm S Sound, official sponsor of the site. Brian, Michael, Devin, Craig, Gene, Tabby, M5 Games, GG, Jeff, Lindsay, Sean, Gala, Dan, Brian, Ben, Steven, Lee, Toby, Dan, Chris, and Aaron. And Brett. Brett's not on a patron. Uh you can go to <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you always do that. Uh, you can go to tryingindos.com slash freelancers contractors uh, to see some of the contractors who are also patrons and mm. and non-patron contractors. As well as on the site, we have friends and stuff like that. Um, mm. Patrons get the podcast early and and so you can listen to Brett give shit on games a day early if you want. Yeah. Yay. And if there's a game you want me to shit on, just uh, <laughs> tell Steve. <laughs> Just and email, I will do that. You can email me at steve at tronogindos.com if you want. Hmm? My email is steve at tronogindos.com. Yep. And just say, in the subject, game for Brett to shit on. And I will do such. <laughs> uh, we didn't do hype time. Do you want to do hype time? Uh, I got nothing to hype right now. I got stuff to hype. Uh, Tuesday, 2-Bit Game Club is a uh, club where you go and you talk about video games. It's at 6.30 at uh, Civis Coworking, which is like on Jarvis, I think. 
Um, and this week they are talking about Silent Hill, so we're going to talk about Silent Hill and stuff. Ooh, and the first, on, the first one on PlayStation. On the first one, yeah, Ooh. yeah, the first one, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, uh, Liam who who runs it. He does like a little presentation, and then we just sort of talk about it. And it's like usually like four or five people out, so it's a it's a pretty chill chill evening. It's like a book club uh, equivalent of, of for video games, I guess. Like I might, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. If you're free, you should come check it out. And speaking of clubs, the Breakfast Game Audio Club is on Thursday at 9 a.m. And that is headed up by me and Alex. And we get together at a Black Cat Cafe and we just be a bunch of nerds talking about audio. So come on out. You're just going to talk about Cuphead the whole time, aren't you? Basically, yes. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll throw nice. a thumper in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Brett, you don't have anything? Well... I am planning something for November. Oh. Ooh. What is it? Yeah, we might do another... It's been like a year since we've done like a like a game thing for Game Dev Drinks. So we might have Game Demo Night coming up soon. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Just working out, figuring out who we can get and stuff. So That's where I played Debris for the first time. Yeah, which is delayed. Uh, still 2017. I forgot to post that, actually. Yeah, still delayed though. Yeah, when was it supposed to come out? Like this year or this this month or whatever? I think it was supposed to be October. Oh really? Yeah. Done, done, done. Um, cool. And I don't have anything either. I got some emails about some VR stuff, so I'll put that on the site hopefully today. So if you're listening to this, I don't know the specifics, but if you're interested in a VR event, you can go to TorontoIndos.com/slash/gaming/events and or maybe Toronto events and uh, there's something about VR there. Cool. Which Brett loves. Um, yeah. Do you still, do you still say, I say this as if we haven't talked in like two years, but do you still say the VR is dead? Yep. Okay. Um, we can just go to news time then. News, news, news. Yeah, Brett, you're not doing the songs. You're just saying, yeah, like as if it's a rap video. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're changing it up. We're changing it up. Changing it up. It's the new, more hip style of game. Uh, what is this podcast called again? <laughs> <laughs> Just the Toronto Game Dose. It's been a while. Where am I again? Where am I again? <laughs> Where's my pants? TorontoGameDose.com podcast, I guess. The best podcast for all your independent video game news. For in Toronto. Oh, in Toronto. In GTA, I guess. Asterix. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking about some mini games that are like in Germany or in England or something. We could do Canada, though. Yeah, I mean, eventually the 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 go to thing, and I think I even own that domain. Domain is is CanadianGameDevs.com. Or I think. Uh oh, scoop! Oh, I've owned it for a while. Yeah, I can't. Oh. I own CanadaGameDevs.com. Do I own Canadian? Scoop. Yeah, you uh, do. Yeah, I do. I own Canadian and CanadaGameDevs.com. Scoop. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I've owned it for like a year, but whatever. Oh. I'm a dot-com guy, man. You just buy domains. Oh. <laughs> it's a little late, man. No, I'm just like 20 years too late. But yeah. uh, Number one, the a Mortician's Tale is coming to Steam next month. This is from Longy Bear Games. Uh, we had Gabby on the podcast a few months ago to talk about this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, you run a funeral home. So of all the things that um, uh, a funeral director, I guess, does, or... I guess kind of combined into a game. So they, so you 
do all the things to prepare the body and then you uh, host like the event for all the family and then you cremate and stuff like that. Um, it's kind of a narrative driven <coughs> game. So similar I'm, I'm, <coughs> in my head, I haven't played it yet. She gave me a code, but I haven't, um, I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Hook it up, bro. Uh, no. And, um, right. just, that's how it's going to be. Spend the next three years just writing about these games and people will give you codes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really want me to rip into these games. <laughs> do, you, do you want to rip into this game? Well, Sims are my thing. Yeah, I think it's like a narrative, like Sims game. Like it's not like a. I, I think we had yeah. this talk too, where it's like having a sim, like like the sim hospital, but a sim mm-hmm. funeral home. That would be that would be cool too. That'd be a nice little, uh, like sequel-ish thing to it. But this one is more of a story-driven thing. So I don't know what the overall narrative will be. Um, but it comes out October eighteenth, mm-hmm. um, and so I'll I'll play it before then, and like the podcast after October eighteenth, I'll kind of give like I'll, I'll kind of uh, give like a full. Not I review, might buy it, not a review, but a breakdown of it, I guess. I might buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sound don't, don't sound too excited. Is there how much is it? I, I don't know actually. Looking up, I don't see it on the thing. I just see. Yeah, it I don't think that. it was on yet. Yeah, no, there's no price on it yet. Like this, this game should be ten bucks. I imagine it's like the typical indie price of like fifteen ish, but I have no idea. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it's worth fifteen right now. Like just from like the trailer, I'm just like, hmm, really fifteen? I I think ten. Nine ninety nine would be a solid price. What we'll the wait and see? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I wonder it's if she's. Charming. I wonder if she's uh tweet about it. I don't know. Let me let me find out. Why don't you so just ask her? Be like, yo, dog, <laughs> how much is your stuff going to be? <laughs> how much are your wares? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks charming, honestly. I like the art um, style and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also a, in one, I know there's a, a severed hand from the game severed. It looks very slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the only one that's seen this, like, this yeah. character looks like she just walks the slowest ever. Like,. Well, I mean, if you're if you're at like a funeral and stuff, you probably don't want to be darting around the place. <laughs> you haven't seen me at a funeral. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just like Uncharted. You're like climbing up shit and stuff. Yeah, but you're still there talking, telling jokes, having a good time. <laughs> Have you been to a funeral? Jokes. <laughs> Dude, I put the fun in funeral, all right? What's... You want me at a funeral. Oh, God. What's the deal with a funeral home? It's a good time when I'm there. You're not going to live there. <laughs> Potentially, uh, my cat's meowing. I'm going to let him into the room. Yeah, I don't see a price anywhere. Uh, I'm looking everywhere, but I'm going nine bucks. That's all this game looks like it's worth. I thought you said ten bucks. Nine ninety nine. Oh, that's not nine dollars. All right, whatever. Round it up to ten. <laughs> Solid ten. <clears throat> yeah, I I could see that, but like I don't know. Not too many games really. We've had this talk before, but like. There's not that many games that release for ten dollars anymore. Like I bought Maze, and that was like eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. I bought uh, Planet of the Eyes on like on this games like three screens, <laughs> three areas. We got a this one one cube area and this other cube area. That's worth two dollars a screen. And then so you, then you get an email. Yeah, and you then, got this email system. 
and then you're and... dissecting them and doing stuff to the body. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. That that to me looks like. The... Um, gee, did anyone play Trauma Center on on the 3DS back in the day? No. no. Ooh, those games were good. And um, then what else is there in this game? You get to cremate the bones and stuff. Maybe they're not showing everything in the trailer. That's Maybe it. There's some surprises. Yeah, there's like sure. a there's going to be a climbing section later on, and oh, nice. uh, and where you buy funeral homes and you upgrade it, you give it a second floor, and then you no, I don't know actually. I like how emo the the like how hipster the character is in the actual final art. Yeah. Like all tatted up, hair blowing all over the place, <laughs> like deep purples and stuff. I'm like, okay, is this for Prince, like a Prince album cover? And then <laughs> she's holding this, like who holds scissors like that? First of all, no one, because they're not stupid. <laughs> it's like, come on, what's going on here? And then you see the actual game, she's just all black. <laughs> Where's, like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the the art, the like cover yeah, art. The, cover the, art, yeah. the cover art. It's like, <laughs> it's so funny. It makes me laugh. Cool. It's going to be a great game. Can't wait to buy it. <laughs> Solid 4+. Four plus. Four, is it going to be a 4+, or 4 DNB? DNP. This looks like it's probably going to be a, just a regular 4. When, when, whenever you've ever been a cremated... Uh, or Sorry, whenever you've ever been a mortician in a game. Yeah, that's why I might get a 5, because it sneaks in a different theme. But the core elements of this game is definitely a hard 4. So... Get to like burn yeah. people in coffins or whatever. I don't know how. I don't know how it works, dude. That's that's <laughs> all right. Is this whole thing about cremating? Because like I no. didn't see anything about burying bodies. No, the the one the one scene is like they've got the casket open with the with the prepared body and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and I so. see that. The yeah, gold, the, the gold casket. Yeah, but then that gold casket is like on the conveyor belt to go into the fire or whatever it's called. No, that's that's like a different. A different oh one. yeah. Yeah, that might be a Wait. different person though. You never, yeah. you're never like outside with the pallbearers. You gotta carry, you gotta lift. Well, or, yeah, maybe yeah. they just haven't shown it. Yeah, that's true. Where's I'd... the pallbearers and stuff? I honestly think them. they. I don't think they go beyond this second screen here. Like what I'm thinking is that quite literally, there's two modes. One, it's the first one, right? Casket mode. So you do the embalming, <laughs> right? And then you put this old dude in the casket. So that's one gameplay. Dope. Then the second one is we're going to burn the person, right? And then you do this little this little mini game of putting skulls into a grinder, also dope. And then you celebrate that person's death because it's the urn at the end. So literally we saw two modes of play. That's it. Coffin mode. Coffin mode, urn mode, emails cuz you got to get hot emails in. And then obviously you're hanging out with the brave the, the grieving uh, family members to be like, "Yo, what's up? I burned your body." We're cool. Your body. So, their body. Your grandpa's body. <laughs> and then that's the whole game. Four screens of doom. <laughs> Four screens. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole game. Man, I'm. if this game is more than $15, I'm not buying it. Well, just like any other indie games, it'll be on sale like for 5 bucks as well, right? Mm-hmm. I'll put it on my wish list. That's it. Uh, I'll wait for your awesome review. <laughs> don't don't sound too sarcastic. <laughs> I already know what your review is going to be. Eight out of ten. Probably. We'll see. 
It's on Steam. That's yeah. a, that, that in general is a challenge for me, too, because I just don't play PC games. So i got to find some time to play it. So if it's actually short, I might actually really enjoy that because... Yeah, you don't even play PC games. You should just let me do it, and I'll just I'll write the review. I already redeemed the code. Oh. The Steam key, whatever you want to call it. All right, cool. Anyways, Martitian's Tale is going to be out this month in October, so so check it out on Steam. Ooh, you can add it to this, your wish list, just like Brett did. Yeah. Like, this one scene here is like, like don't put the gold bracelet in. Okay, I got to keep That's changing the timestamp. <laughs> <laughs> don't put this dog tag in. How come he has a dog tag? That's weird. Maybe you do for dog funerals too. Maybe that's part of the mystery. Wait, is there a story? Well, yes. it's a narrative driven game, so I'm assuming it's like something. Okay. I'm assuming there's some sort of story or something. She cool, like man. they seem to be kind of focusing on that more than like making a sim of of like how many bodies you can cremate in an hour or whatever. Yeah, I don't get this game. You gotta make the roller coaster tycoon equivalent of just funeral home director. Oh, uh, all right. Eighteenth. Uh, I might pick it up. Let's see. Right. Cool. Number two, <clears throat> Reptoid Games uh, successful on their Kickstarter. Ooh. And cool. it's also now coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, which is awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. I know that was huge. They announced it like two or three days before the Kickstarter finished. Yeah. And I was like, guys, hmm. like why didn't you just do this from the get-go? No, nah, mm. because they got to they got to build the hype. Because you know like Kickstarters make like most of their money in the first few days and then the rest of their money in the last few days, right? So they got to hype mm. it up. Yeah, that mm. okay. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense, I guess. Um so I was I was stoked to see that cuz they did it in parts too. I think they announced the PlayStation version first and then they announced the Xbox One and Nintendo Switch version. Um mm. So I backed it. I think I got like the thirty dollar code one or something like that. I forget. Ooh. But you I can. Uh, it. Is this still up for Kickstarter? No, it's it's now done. Oh okay. Done. So let's see. Uh, so they managed to pledge thirty six thousand. Nice. Yeah, thirty six thousand eight hundred seventy nine dollars, and I think their goal was like thirty five. That's great. So, nice. uh, I think the expected delivery date. If we're going out using that for a release date, is like March 2018, so sometime next year. Um, cool. Haven't played this though, but I've seen it a few times because of the Ubisoft event and, and stuff like that. So now I kind of want to know. I want to make sure I get a digital copy of. Good. I get a digital copy. Perfect. Nice. Hopefully, I can get the PS4. Ooh, my name's in the credits too. There we go. Ooh. Ooh. Just like Play of the Eyes and other games, probably. Nice. Ooh. Oh, um, Jake, did you back it, or, or did you were you just kind of seeing it from afar? Yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on it. I'll, I'll. Uh, I think if it was like an hour before and they weren't going to make it, I'd probably back it. But I'll just, I'll just pick it up when it comes out. For yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pick it up on Steam. Of course. Uh, you can get your PS4. Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the and Bloodborne Machine. <laughs> the Bloodborne Machine. And as we already kind of talked about, um, Cuphead is, is out. So number three, Cuphead is out now on Xbox One and PC. So mm. you can uh, rewind the podcast back a little bit to 11, o'clock, 11 minutes for when Jake uh, <laughs> talked about it. Timestamps. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully these are right. Um, that's it for the news. Wait, that's it? That's only three. It's only did three things this week. Jeez. Okay, I'm a busy guy there, you know. 
Sure. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I believe you, man. I believe you. You haven't been on the podcast in like a month and a half. Screw you. I've been busy, man. Busy yeah, man. There you go. You don't see me shitting all over your free time. You, you kind of do uh, privately Pro- on the cell phone. <laughs> if only the people knew the, the messages I get from Steve. Oh, is it hurtful? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to say them. We don't want to say them on on the air. It's not true. It's quite true. No. You're like borderline <laughs> calling me a racist right now. I didn't say any of those words at all. I just said it was quite mean. <laughs> you just assumed. Gotcha, Steve. Welcome back to the podcast, Brett. Yes, good to be back. <laughs> Uh, we can talk about a topic. I was thinking because when the NES was released, or NES Classic, sorry, uh, we talked about the SNES games we would want to see, so let's just talk about the next next one up, which would be the Nintendo 64. Um, hey, or maybe even a game, that. or even maybe even a Game Boy one. I don't know if we want to do both, but... I would like a Game Boy one. Sh- should we do a game? I think I'm the only old person here who's actually played one, so... No, go to hell. I play a Game Boy. What are you talking about? I play okay. Game Boy Color. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's do one that, that Jake can contribute. <laughs> the, little, the little boy. Thanks, Brad. You're welcome, man. You're uh, welcome. So, Nintendo 64. Now, of course, like, super, so this is the hypothetical, like, Nintendo 64 Classic Edition that would come out. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, like, Super Mario 64 will be on it, Super Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, probably. Um, will be on it. Things like Goldeneye won't be on it, um, and probably even could Perfect, be Perfect Dark. Well, they well probably not because the rights to Bond is like who I don't even know who has them. And then Rare is owned by Microsoft, so Microsoft would have to like pony up, like would have to agree to this. So let's just yeah. assume those like <clears throat> the Rare games that um, they don't that Nintendo doesn't own the rights to aren't on it. And let's assume that like all the Mario games, like Mario mm. sixty four, are on it. What games? Like, what are some of those hidden gems that you would want to see on it? Or what are some of those games that you would want to, like, see on it? Whew. I gotta have to think. Well, one one real hidden gem uh, that not a lot of people probably ever talk about is uh, a game called Snowboard Kids. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. I, I know of it. I um, never played it. It's, it's an interesting game. <laughs> uh, it's just... it's. A downhill. It's just a snowboard, snowboard racing Mario Kart <laughs> game. It's so ridiculous. Um, I, I don't think many people ever played it. I I played it with my friends. It's four player. Um, it was a fun game. It's pretty much, yeah. It's an unknown game. I remember yep. seeing it, and I don't think. But no, yeah, I never, I never played it myself or whatever. Yeah, it was like. It, I, I remember because I was working at Microplay at the time when that game came out, and I was trying to sell it to so many people, and no one wanted to buy it. And then one day I sat down and played it. I'm like, okay, I gotta figure out what is this game all about. So then I played it, and I was like, this game is amazingly fun, and it really was fun. It's fun. It was a fun single player game, a fun multiplayer game. So then once I actually played it and I figured it all out, I like was selling those games nonstop. So to everyone I sold that game to, I know they're definitely happy. So, <laughs> it's a game that I would like to see on the N64. I doubt it would ever make it, but yeah, that's one. You want to know what game I would want to see? Did either of you play Blast Corps? Blast Corps? Oh, yeah, I was going to say Blast Corps. Blast Corps yeah. is a wicked game. Yeah, I wish like, Nintendo would just bring that back in general. 
Do you know this one, Steve? No, I, I know of it, but again, I, I never played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because apparently, like, like I haven't played it in years, but apparently mm-hmm. people say that it, like, almost, like, stacks up. It's just the controls are, like, kind of wonky by yeah. modern day. But that's probably going to be most N64 games at this point, right? So that's like, the hard thing Mario about 64. that, yeah. It's like, the controllers are going to be so, so janky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other one I was thinking is, like, Quest 64. Like, I didn't play yeah. it much, but, oh, yeah. like... It's like, would you even want to bring that back at this point? It's mm-hmm. like maybe the maybe the nostalgia is is better yeah. than <laughs> than revisiting it. <laughs> that's always but, like uh, the yeah. challenge with a lot of these games, right? Like that's what I was saying about Star Fox, where it's like mm-hmm. I was watching my friend play Star Fox, and I'm like, this is going to ruin my image of Star Fox on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved mm-hmm. that game as a kid. I never I never owned a Super Nintendo, so owning this that's why I bought this thing because it's like now I own these games technically. And um, um, oh, and I sorry, just to, and I and I played it like at my friend's house, and, and we like loved it super hard, like super cool. Like at the time, it was like these three D poly like polygon things, like like mm-hmm. just blew our minds. And now you look at it, and it's just like there's like three things on the screen right now, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and it's chugging along. So I'll play Star Fox too, but I don't even know if I'll ever play Star Fox uh, the original one because I just don't want to ruin that. So that's like definitely a challenge with a lot of these like type of games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean Star Fox sixty four would definitely be on it. Like oh 100%. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I think Star Fox sixty four holds up better than Star Fox the original. Oh, probably. Yeah, uh, the, the four the four player co op battle mode is really dope. Yeah, that was dope. Mm-hmm. So the one one game that I would love to see come back is a uh, Hybrid Heaven. It was uh, uh it was this like third person. RPG wrestling yeah. type of game. Like you were wrestling, ah. you were like suplexing like aliens and shit. And there was this mm-hmm. like government conspiracy story surrounding it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, was, I'm looking at this now. Yeah, it was awesome. Like you would learn moves based off of like when, when a creature did something to you, like if they did like a suplex to yeah. you, you would like learn it and you can injure specific parts of the body. So if like an enemy like was clearly strong on his like right arm, you could like aim for his right arm and and kind of weaken it and stuff like that it was like pretty deep and had a lot of cool elements of like that you kind of just like played and beat it in like 10 hours and you're done with it forever mm. um but as a kid i like this game was awesome as a kid and i see like it gets i'm looking at the wikipedia page um and i see like some people gave it like eight and ign gave it a seven out of ten and then other people mm. were giving it like four out of ten and stuff like that so it definitely wasn't for everyone but I was really into wrestling back then too, so I could just like wrestle and like give like DDTs and el- and drop elbows on like these aliens in a game. It was awesome. Mm. Yeah. Well, I know it would be great to bring back Gauntlet Legends. Oh. I never owned it, but, yeah. but I remember playing that in friend's house. Like, I mm-hmm. wonder how jank that is by today's standards, though. Like, I guess that's not really the the worry when re-releasing this stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. like you don't have to worry too much about being jank, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. This would probably be fun to revisit. I would like uh, Ogre Battle, Ogre Battle sixty four. Oh, yeah. I would like that. That that one should just get re released, just for the sheer reason mm-hmm. that like buying that cart is now like a two hundred dollar investment or something. Like it's it's yeah. super expensive to buy. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Is, what else is there? There's a thingy, um, Mischief Makers, which was also really dope. Is that? Uh, it's kind of like it's a just a uh, running gun shoot 'em up, kind of like uh, I can't remember. It's like a Cuphead game. 
<laughs> okay. For those who of the future, it's a two D platformer, and you just go around looking for treasure and you shoot a lot of stuff. Cool. I would like one of the Turoks as well. Yeah, I was thinking Turok oh, for yeah. sure. Probably, probably, probably Turok. Turok one would be Ooh. great. I was going to say Turok two. That's the one that I that, that I actually owned. Hmm. Um, I didn't know with any Turok. Yeah. <clears throat> Bring back your hero. Exactly. We don't have any um, uh, any heroic uh, native people, so. Yeah, we need we need Turok to come back. I wouldn't mind uh, the Harvest Moon 64. That'd be a oh, nice yeah. one to have. yeah, that was good. Yeah. So we might adding that to the list. What else is there? There's so <coughs> many games. The one, the another game that I really, really loved, and it's <clears throat> actually part of my like gamer tag that I use to this day, is San Francisco Rush 2049. Mm. Um, Arcade Racer. There was a lot of them on 64 back then, like Cruising USA and mm. stuff like that. But San Francisco, yeah, San Francisco Rush 2049, like was just awesome like the, the, the levels were so cool there's like a stunt mode they had a lot mm-hmm. of like great stuff on it so when i made my original hotmail account it was cloud 2049 because i was playing final fantasy 7 and i was playing san francisco rush 2049 so and that's been like <laughs> shoot. shoot what was your what was your hotmail account uh you've been lanced yeah the- <laughs> it's all been it's all about banging banging ladies you know yeah, that smooth. was it. It was very smooth. It, yeah, it was everyone's was like big weed smoker sixty nine. Yeah, at hotmail. <laughs> Mine was you've been lanced, and it made me laugh every time I would give my email out to somebody. Like I like uh, like like going to Sears and like, can we get your email for stuff? I'm like, yeah, it's you've been lanced, and it just stared at you like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's right, ladies. Didn't you ever apply for a job with that email or? No, I never worked in. <laughs> <laughs> I only worked at I only worked at like microplay. I didn't do any real work. You didn't like. I remember when I applied for my first job was Taco Bell, and I, I had my email on my resume and stuff. Really? Yeah. Uh, not me. That's fair. Uh, maybe one one more game before we kind of wrap it up. What hmm. would we want to see on the Nintendo sixty four classic? I mean, Diddy Kong Racing for me. Yeah, I kind I of thought I, that would just be a given. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my my given is Majora's Mask, but we already have re-releases of that, so it's not yeah. like a super big deal. I kind of okay. So I don't think they would do it, but Killer Instinct would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's almost Mission Impossible for them to do that now. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they can't do Killer Instinct, I would love a uh, Clay Fighter. Ah, yeah. Oh, Clay Fire 63rd and a third or whatever it was? Yeah, whatever it was. I thought that game wasn't good. I liked it. (laughs) I don't know. I've played a lot of it. So it might not be good. I haven't played it since I was a teenager, but I enjoyed it. (laughs) That might be one that ruins your... I thought, like, uh... I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. Yeah, it has a 47% on game rankings. IGN gave it a 3.7. GameSpot gave it a 3.1. Oh, you might want to keep well, that well. one. Yeah, you might want to keep that one in the the memory bank as a good game. It's got okay. a four point five on eBay. <laughs> out of five so, or out of ten? Yeah, out of five. Oh, yeah. So people who people who are oh, but it's also three hundred and thirty dollars. So, <laughs> oh boy, Jeez. that's like the best part about when they re release these games. It's like yeah, you own them digital. You don't have the cart, but you also save instead of buying like like I remember Final Fantasy VII before they kind of ported it to everything. Mm-hmm. Was an easy like eighty nine dollar game. 
and mm. it's, it wasn't like really that old and there's like millions of Final Fantasies out there but it was it was pretty expensive because I remember I wanted I had to rebuy it because I wanted to play it mm. and um and now it's like it'll go on sale in the PlayStation store for like 10 bucks or five mm. bucks and so that's like the best part about when they release these games it's just like it brings down like the the third the third party or what am I trying to say third hand market or whatever yeah but then, like some games, like Clay Fighter sixty three and a third, or games that will never be ported because, oh, like, there he goes. <laughs> he died again. I died. Oh, you're back. Yep. You're back. Really? Yeah. How many how, how many times does that happen? Twice. Yeah, twice. I'll be interested to see if uh, if that comes out in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was just rambling, so we can kind of stop. Brett, if people want to follow you on Twitter or whatever, we're going to do that. Just follow me at Brett Meester on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all those things. And if people want to see your comedy act, talk to you, have you talk about the funnies and make jokes about stuff. <laughs> they can listen to me on Neopolitan Scoop, talk all kinds of funny stuff. And I do shows everywhere. So just follow my Facebook page and you'll be able to see where what city I'm in next. So, Did you get a car? I am shopping for one. Well, and I'm close to buying one, so yeah, yeah. I got my insurance all figured out, and it's expensive. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're getting there, though. We're getting there. Cool. Jake. Yep. You can find me at Jake Butno on Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube. I'm going to be uploading a video, uh, what I learned from 20 years of RTS. I'm going to be uploading that today. So go check that out if you want to listen to me be a nerd about audio for eight minutes. Yeah. Nice. He's not so excited. <laughs> uh, of course, no we haven't nerds. forgotten about our friend Dan, who uh, is just peace. yeah, rest never in peace. forget. Yeah, <laughs> no, never forget. Uh, did he has he tweeted recently? <clears throat> he hasn't tweeted since September thirteenth. So you can do Brett's tweet of the week, I guess. Yeah, I'll look at Brett. Uh, but if you want to follow uh, all the Toronto Game Dev stuff, you can do so. Uh, just Google Toronto Game Devs and just tell you it'll tell you where to go. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. There's a website, there's a Patreon, there's a store. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of crazy everywhere. how it's everywhere. Um, everywhere, all day. Tweet of the Week is brought to you by Mockingbird Sound, I guess, actually. Uh, oh, <laughs> this, this McDonald's is playing nothing but the Euro dance hits of the 90s. Did I die and enter my own personal heaven? Hashtag pinch me. Hashtag my happy place. Uh, I, I got I got I got the better one. Woman, do you play video games? Me. Um yes? Woman, I thought so. You look like one of those people. Hashtag the streets, hashtag real talk, hashtag game dev. Yep. And that actually did happen to me. That's amazing. Both That's fantastic. It was like the weirdest, weirdest thing ever because I was walking to my apartment with a friend and this the woman, she looks at us. <laughs> She's like, do you guys play video games? Like, it was just out of the blue. And I'm just sitting there going, like, what? Like, yeah, I do. And then she said that. I'm like, oh, my God. I just want to get into my apartment now. <laughs> it was so weird. And I see this. I see this. I see her every so often. And I just smile because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a new story from her. Because she is a weird one. But funny at the same time. Uh, and thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Peace.